invite you to be seated. I'm Reg Taves, the transitional lead pastor here at Forest Grove Community Church. And again, this morning, I welcome you here to uh, Forest Grove Community Church Atridge. It's so great to have you here. We're answering the question today about why. Why do we do things? And I hope you, in your, your life, you spend some time asking that question of why. Why do you do things? And we, I, I want to answer the question, why do we teach? Why do we preach uh, here at Forest Grove Community Church? We teach and preach because Jesus is our example. He taught. He taught those who followed him. He taught those who actually didn't follow him. He just said, this is, what I, this is what I believe. This is what I live for. And so he taught, and so we teach as well. Jesus taught by using very practical examples, by using stories, by sharing real-life experiences. And it is our hope and prayer and desire that we would do the same thing, that we use those practical ways to teach the Bible. And the Bible that Jesus had was the Old Testament, and so he taught those. Now, this is a family service this morning. So, kids, I need your attention up here, because I need you to help me this morning. I want you to help me with something. I'm going to give you, I've got two questions. So, if you can answer those questions, I have a prize for you after the service. So, I'm going to invite all the kids who are, I'm going to say, up to the age of 12. If you would stand, I have two questions for you that are about the Bible. Would you stand? Okay, here's the first question. How many... <laughs> how many books of the Bible, how many books are in the Bible? How many? Yes, right here. 66. So I heard two. You both come to get me a prize for me. Second question. Are you ready? Can you tell me, this is one's a little more difficult, so it might be for you older ones. What are the first five books that are found in the Bible? And? All right. Yes, you win. All right. Thank you very much. Great work. They're learning. They're learning the Bible. So we teach the Bible. Why do we teach the Bible? We teach the Bible because we believe that it is God's written word for us. For us, it's been translated into English from the original language. If you speak a different language, it's been translated from original languages for you as well into your language. And there are organizations that are working really hard to make sure that everyone gets the scriptures in what's called their heart language, the language they learned as children. We believe that the Bible that we have is as accurate or is accurate in knowing who God is, what is God's plan for us, and how we are to live our lives. In John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, I have come, this is Jesus speaking, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So we've said already this morning, and I'll say it again, life transformation comes through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We live out this relationship with Jesus Christ in community. We don't believe that we live it out in isolation. It's not something that I do and then I stay alone. It's not something that I decide I'm just going to figure out how to live this life by myself. But we want to do it in community. So everything that we're going to be talking about and sharing is about how do we engage, our, engage each, with each other in community to actually live out transformation in Jesus Christ. It isn't just this church that believes that, but churches that follow Jesus are teaching exactly this all around our community and around the world. There's many different churches in Saskatoon. 
And this morning, we're gonna just, I'm going to just pause for a minute because I've very minimally developed a relationship with a First Nations pastor couple. I've actually only met her. Her name is Dolores Netmaker, Dolores and Marvin Netmaker. And as you know, very hard things took place in our province, very, very difficult things. And as I texted her this week, um, I just said, hey, how can we pray for you? And she texted me actually yesterday and said, would your church pray for us this morning? And I said, yes, I will share it with our church. So they serve among the indigenous peoples. They serve uh, at many different places. They serve in Saskatoon. And they have specifically asked us to pray because they have been asked to do the wake for one of the men involved in the deaths and injuries. So this morning we're going to pause. And I invite you to join with me as we pray. Heavenly Father, nothing in this world is a surprise to you. Father, this morning as we bring uh, Dolores and Marvin Netmaker and their church and their community before you, we lift them to you because we know that they are living out the gospel message in their community and they want to do it in a way that honors you and that blesses you. And Father, this is a time where there's this great need for healing, uh, for just uh, the gospel as she responded. And as I said in our newsletter that she just said, we just need the Lord. We just need Jesus. So Father, we pray for the transformation of Jesus to take place. To take place in our northern communities, in the city of Saskatoon, Lord among all people, even people as we sit here this morning, we need your healing. We need your touch, Jesus, for we pray this in your name. Amen. I talked about many different churches across Saskatoon, and Forest Grove Community Church is a multi-site church where we have three locations. So Attridge, this is one location. We have the Gathering, which meets uh, in the Broadway location, and then we have North Sight, which meets on the north end of the city. We study the Bible together, and starting next Sunday, we're starting a, a series on, of messages from the book of Acts that will help us to know more about what is the church and what is the purpose of the church. So what is the purpose of the church? So let's take a very brief look at one section of the Bible this morning. It's found in 2 Corinthians. You might think I'm going to send you to one of those really typical texts. I'm going to send you to an atypical text, but it really expresses what is the purpose of the church. So would you stand with me this morning? We're going to read together 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. Stand with me. Let's read it together. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling, not counting people's sins against them. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. 
we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. You may be seated. Well, let's look at a few things very quickly. First of all, in this text you will see that transformation results in new life. Transformation results in new life. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Can I get an amen? Can I get a yes? Like that's what I mean. Yes. When we come to Christ, if we are in him, the new creation has come. We are transformed. We are changed people. There's this word that's used here, the word reconciled. There's a, this, this is the definition I pulled out of the dictionary, restore friendly relations between. So there's a broken relationship between us and God, and Jesus Christ came to restore that relationship. And so that word is used throughout this text. So how does this happen with God? How do we get this relationship back with him? Well, this text also tells us that transformation is God's idea for our benefit. Verse 18 says that all this is from God. So it starts with him. He's the one who actually invites us back into relationship. We, don't, we go searching for him, but he's been searching for us much longer than we are searching for him. Then in, in verse 18, it, Jesus is the way to this transformation where it says, who reconciled us to himself, how? Through Christ. Through Christ. Christ is the way. Our need for reconciliation goes back to Genesis chapter 2 and 3, where it talks about sin entering the world. And what was the response of God to dealing with this sin? Again, in this text, verse 21, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. So that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. We might become the righteousness of God. Why? Because of what Christ did. The one who had no sin took our sin on him. Now we come back to the purpose of the church. Those who have experienced this life transformation, in this text it says, want to share it. You want to share. If if your life has been transformed, you're going to like, I want to share this. This is good news. And I want other people to hear about it so in verse 19 it says and he has committed to us those of us who are in christ he's committed to us this message of reconciliation and finally this text says that we're ambassadors that means one who represents ambassadors sharing the good news where transformation is found that's our role as we are in christ our role is to share this great news that we have that's transforming our lives So now here's my invitation to us this morning. We invite people to come and explore what the Bible teaches and how it points us to a relationship with Jesus as God's plan for a full life. And we do it in community.